Hello and welcome to the Watford Jazz Junction podcast. I'm Chris. And today I'm reflecting on jazz and wellness. And I'm armed with my kalimba. Well, dear listeners, welcome back. And I hope you've had a good January. And I'm so pleased you've made some time for jazz today. And above all, I hope you're feeling well. And wellness, uh, mental wellness and physical wellness is the focus for my conversation uh, today. But more about that in a second. First of all, the inbox has been literally awash with your letter. You have won Swiss lottery, 980 billion and a half franc. Send bank detail and recent signed photo. Well, thank you so much for getting in touch with Watford Jazz Junction. We will reply shortly. Um, more seriously and more interestingly, um, I've also just finished reading But Beautiful by Jeff Dyer. This is a proper jazz book and a really great novel or piece of writing. Um, you know, one of those really annoying ones where someone's talent is obviously so great that it makes you realise that you're never going to get your novel written. Um, but Beautiful is an amazing uh, interpretation of eight different jazz musicians. Uh, I think we've got Duke Ellington, uh, Charles Mingus, Thelonious Monk, etc. And it dives into their imagined souls, but very much based on reality. Uh, and with all the pathos and beauty of lives being led on edge, the compelling case is made uh, within the book, I guess, for creativity. And despite all the horrors that everyday life throws at us. For me, it just basically got me thinking that old cliche that without suffering, there's not much true creativity. So moreover, I'm going to have a reflection today on wellness and well-being. And I thought, who else would I like to join me more than my wonderful brother, Jim? Jim Newstead, are you there? Hello. Yes, I am. Very good. And how's how's uh, treating you? It's snowing outside here. It's not snowing here at all. Uh, we have had um, several uh, millimetres over the last few days, which has been particularly uh, worrisome. But um, currently, uh, I think all is clear. Yes, I think that's the difference, isn't it? You always measured in millimetres and I was always uh, bidden to measure in inches. But there you go. Um, did you know that 87% of people will have suffered mental wellness by the time they reach 38, James? 87%? 87% of us will have had a mental uh, run-in uh, with our health by the time we're 38. That's a, that's a big old number. Is that is that... Uh genuine number no absolutely academic uh, research um i won't quote the source right now but yeah it's absolute so 13 um, percent of people have not exactly That's um, crazy. um so if this is you today or yesterday or you're worrying about the future you obviously you're very much not alone um so we all know this space pretty well even if we haven't recognized it i guess in an official context and so whilst we might not all have the creative urge or single-minded courage to pursue an art to the exclusion of all else, it does mean that we all know suffering. And it's interesting to think about the role of music, I guess, when we are feeling low or sort of uh, incapacitated, etc. Mm. What sort of Does music sort of take a therapeutic effect for you, Jay? I guess so. I've never really sort of thought about it in, in, in that sort of way. I've, I've tried to... Um, try to I guess understand why music connects and has uh, a powerful effect on on you but um, there's a lot of people who do a lot of uh, research on uh, trying to understand the sort of the technical aspects of music but mm. I, I'm, I find sort of what is it about music that has that emotional connection to you and uh, that's I find that really quite interesting and I suppose without sort of I haven't really sort of thought about it until you just asked me I guess it, can, it must do, yeah. Um, I think when you're in a certain mood or you want to uh, enhance a mood, you might choose to listen to certain sorts of music. 
or certain pieces, or there are very specific pieces that you hold dear uh, that uh, have been with you forever, and um, they're your go-to bits of music to to get you through, or to lift you up, or to push you forward, or or so on and so forth. Yeah, so yeah. absolutely. That's interesting because actually, when I started this podcast, one of the things I detailed, I think I was chatting with Miles um, Ashton at the time. I was just saying that I had a couple of albums that I sort of always go back to. One was Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill and another one was by Loose Tubes. Uh, But then I got thinking afterwards and so then I added in Random Access Memories by Daft Punk uh, and uh, Weather Report. You know, you just go on and on and go, actually, that's the one. That's the one I will go back to, etc. Is the music that you go back to always of the same genre style or does it go across things? I mean, maybe you should just introduce yourself a bit. Sorry, I mean, I'm taking you down a route before anyone even knows who you are, James. I'm sorry. You are what? A musician, a listener, a creative soul about town? I'm I'm a, a, a creative entity of sorts i guess i uh, i write and compose uh, quite a lot of music um mostly nowadays uh through my uh, keyboards and samplers and in in the computer yeah uh, have been in uh, various different bands over the years i'm a drummer an artist uh writer so yes i i love to sort of sort of just empty my brain uh out into whatever mediums in front of me so whether that's sort of a, a, a musical release or whether it's writing on paper or creating a piece of art as in sort of um, a, a painting or something like that yeah, yeah i love i love it um it's just a, com- a compulsion something i have to do um it's not been a living uh but i think as time goes forward i'm sort of edging more towards doing that uh it's becoming more important to me well considering that uh, a large majority of our listeners or listener, whatever, <laughs> will be... Uh, I can't will... believe you had the same email that I did. Yeah, it's uh, crazy, hey? I got the, the, uh, it's, the it's, Swiss lottery win. It's, it's weird, right? What are the chances? Um, but no, the, the world of jazz is cliched for just how poorly paid it is. So mm. to even say you'd be in the field and making a living uh, would be exceptional. Um, yeah. So I don't think there's any expectation that within jazz that it would legitimise or delegitimise your description of self to say oh, i am a musician whether or not you're professional because there's yeah. possibly just not enough money to go around no no, no of course no. i think uh, another sort of uh, strand to what i've been doing is uh, i've uh, built a youtube channel over the last uh, couple of years actually coming up to three years now um cool. really on. just as an experiment three years to... old is it yeah it's coming it will be in march it'll be wow. three years um where i've asked people to suggest pieces of music that perhaps I don't know uh, for me to listen to, which I then sort of listen to and sort of review, react to, whatever, however you want to describe it, sort of uh, on camera and post it up. That seems to be quite successful. Uh, Quite a lot of people um, uh, have subbed to that and uh, want to be involved in it. But it has led me down the road of discovering a vast wealth of music. I mean, it's it's, even though you might sort of spend your life every hour waking hour of every day listening to music you're only ever going to scratch the surface of it so what you're hearing can only ever be a sort of a tiny tiny percent of what's out there yeah i mean it's a a funny thing isn't it when you get a recommendation Mm. there's a bit of me that goes oh i i know that already so i feel that really reassured yeah there's a bit when i haven't a clue what it is i've never heard of the artist i've never heard of the song and i'm like i'm sort of a bit scared but ultimately 99% 99% of music we will never have heard and probably will never hear given exactly. the fact there's billions of us and we've been yeah, doing yeah. it for a long time. So what's uh what 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 do people tend to send you just 
all genres because I know you're a um, you're sort of more prog rock and metal etc. Well, it's, it's, it's a lot of pro, sort of progressive rock principle. and uh, uh, metal avant garde, yeah. art rock. Stuff. Did you say avant garde or avant garde? Avant garde. Oh, I thought you said avant garde. Carry on. I mean, it could be avant garde. I mean, if you go back and see how I pronounced it, it may, I may have left off the D. I, I think you did. <laughs> wow. wow. Avant garde. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Onwards. That's okay. Um, but also, sort of uh, bits of electronica. Um, I've even had some. I, I know you're going to be surprised. There's, there's some jazz type stuff in there as well. Um, yeah, well I definitely sent you a Tigre Hermassian, uh, the Armenian pianist, to check that's, out, that's which been, is cool. That's been on the channel, um, Tigran. Yeah. Um, but but uh, so maybe something a little more mainstream was uh, Snarky Puppy. Um, yeah. Which um, I think is probably better to know. I mean, to the general general wider population, probably not. But within people who listen to music, sort of specifically as in sort of really want to get to understand music, then they are, they're fairly well known. Yeah. Um, the Aristocrats, they're an amazing band, um, which is sort of, sort of a jazzy fusion type thing, but it's just guitar, bass and drums. Uh, oh, it's a new one to me. That's, that's really, really good. Amazing band. That's Guthrie Govern, who's... Uh, just the most incredible guitarist. Um, yeah. Are they American or? No, they're sort of international, really. Um, Marco Miniman is German. He's the drummer. And right. Brian Bella, the bass player, I think is American. Cool. So, yeah. All right. Three different countries. They're, they're, they're worth, worth checking out. Aristocrats. Aristocrats. Cool. So, also, given, yeah. given the fact that people might not necessarily uh, know how these things work when i discovered your 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 youtube channel i think it'd been going a good year and whatnot which shows mm. how little we speak about what we're up to <laughs> just <laughs> just speak rubbish instead but anyway this is at least a year old and i was like so what are you doing you're watching a video of another band and reacting to it and i'm like well six people clearly be interested in that and i was looking at your viewing figures and it's like Hundreds of thousands of people yeah, yeah, are watching yeah. these videos of it's you crazy, watching yeah. a video, yeah. and I thought, "Wow, is this a postmodern thing that I hadn't really ever got my head round, or is it? It's really important to people, or, or what is it?" I and I, I don't know what you think it is because I've got well, a theory. I think I, the, I've I've come up with an idea that I think that it's specifically at the minute during uh, the year that we've just had yeah. that people want to share they want to experience things with people um and i th i always remember that you've i want to watch a film with somebody if i know that film really really well and mm. i know the really funny bits or the really amazing bits in it i want to see the people's reaction to it i love that yeah, and i think yeah, it's probably yeah. the same with music as well so if someone is um uh, has a really uh, important place in their heart for a specific piece of music and they'd like to see you understand it or, or listen to it the first time and see you get blown away by it, then that makes their day. And if you have positive things to say it, which generally speaking I do, um, I think it sort of is also, it validates them. It helps them to um, think, actually, yeah, you know what, I'm not the only person who likes this, somebody else does as well. And they're talking sort of fairly articulately and uh, and passionately about it. So, yay. Yeah, no, that, that second bit. So the first bit was sort of like, if it tickles you, does it tickle them? And when you see yeah. it does, it's like hugely... Uh, reassuring or, or a result but i think in the sense of security and whatnot mm. i think it's the reason of like why we were like an editor or like you know a, a recommendation from someone we trust yeah is 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 important and so if you can see those expressions and whatnot you you you, you tend to trust them more yeah, yeah. but i still find it a really interesting phenomenon 
It is. It is. I don't suppose it's uh, it's the sort of thing that uh, everybody is interested in or wants to do you are still going to sit around a, a table in the pub with some friends yeah. uh, over a few pints of beer and talk about oh you know i heard recently this is amazing oh i must put it on listen to this it's the same sort of thing but in the, the digital era so rather than just connecting with sort of three or four people who you know who live in your your town or sort of just down the road you're now connecting with potentially millions of people all over the world so i have conversations with people in india and brazil and and America and Finland and uh, Norway, and I'm listening to music from all over the world that I absolutely would not have listened to before. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, one of the true blessings of of the internet, uh, despite the fact we can all think of things that aren't so special about it. Um, It's also got me thinking, I was going to ask you a question about where you listen to music. So obviously when you're doing your YouTube whatnotery, you're in front of a video camera, Mm Um, and right now, talking to me, you're sort of necessarily in front of a microphone. Yeah, yeah. But when you're listening to music, do you find where you're listening to it alters your relationship with it? Because for me, I mean, when I was in hospital like a couple of months ago, as everyone knows who's listened to this, because I can't stop talking about it. Yeah, would, would you believe it, James? Oh, I was mate. well poorly. Oh, but the, well, did you break your toe or something? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> the... Um, but, you know, I had a lot of chance to listen, but I also yeah, yeah. had no real interruption from, you know, like children or having to do, to do something, you know, just had to lie there and sort of yeah. take my medicine, so to speak. So listening to music was a, it wasn't necessarily therapeutic in itself, but it was a real indulgence and a chance just to escape. Yeah. yeah. And then I was thinking, well, when else do I really listen to music like that? And I think the only other time I really listen like that is when I'm on a walk, because I tend to say when I'm driving, it's sort of... It's it's really in the background because I'm background, tuned into other yeah, things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But walking, I really give my attention to it. You know, like yeah. in the natural world and whatnot. But anyway, that's a lot of Chris. Do you find it alters your relationship with what you're listening to? I do. I mean, I'm the same with you that I listen to music in the car. Uh, yeah, pretty much as soon as the ignition's on, the, mm. there is something playing. Whether it's a, sort of a random playlist, I, I don't. I try not to do that. So that sort of breaks. Uh, records up for me and I, I like to listen to a record from start to finish if I can uh, um, I mean an album that's how old fashioned isn't it a record um, I listen to music when I'm running um, so anywhere between 45 minutes and an hour which is a, a good time to sort of get through a an album I also showing um, off that you're running for 45 minutes to an hour carry on there might be a few uh, pauses in there we know <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes I, I think my 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 other time is sort of uh, sort of mid to late evening. Uh, by that I mean sort of half past nine, ten o'clock at night, when sort of it's just me that's then still up. I then have some time to sit down with headphones and I will look at my record collection, and think right, what do I want to listen to? What haven't I listened to for ages? Or what's what what needs to be listened to? I might just pick something at random and I'll yeah. sit there and listen to it. I think that the opportunity to listen to music for me is a little bit less than it than it was now uh, obviously sort of with uh, home commitments with having a small child in the house it, it becomes more difficult and what music you are listening to is probably more geared towards them than it is towards me and then you're um listening to jazz specifically mm. i mean i think growing up I was very clear in my mind that I wasn't going to listen to what you were listening to and I wasn't going to listen to what my sister was listening to so was that you a were listening decision? I don't know. I don't know if it's conscious, but I think about it in retrospect. But if you're listening to like uh, the Cult or Metallica, 
and uh, Charlotte was listening to, I don't know, Monteverdi or Verdi or whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. I was definitely not going to listen to that. And I didn't have a lot of time for pop music, um, no. which is sad because I bloom in love pop music nowadays. But yeah, jazz sort of fell into my lap because I inherited a load of 78s from our grandfather, which yeah. I don't think anyone else had shown much interest in. Um, and there started a lifelong passion. For you, do you find that you are safest in a genre or would you rather just go obviously I've listened to more stuff in something or other but ultimately if it floats my boat I don't care absolutely um I which one I, the latter yeah I I will listen to and enjoy music pretty much from 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 every genre there there's that's not to say that music in every genre I'll enjoy yeah, absolutely. And there's um, there's there is really poor pop music, and there's some really really good pop music. But at the same token, there's really really good rock, and there's really poor rock. And uh, I mean, for the record, there is only good jazz. Just uh, just just saying. Okay, that. okay. Well, I suppose this. That's interesting. That. But, but I think it was just a foundation question because I want to know in terms of when you're feeling up or down, or when mm. you're feeling a bit lost in the world. And I won't ask you about your mental health specifically. But do you find there is a relationship with the music and, and, and what you're listening to, to actually how, how you are feeling? And, you know, do you go, when I'm lowest, you know, it's only classical music for me, or when I'm on a high, or when I'm running, it's got to be, you know, the cure pumping through my headphones. I, do you know what I mean? It's like, I want to know the relationship between you and then how it makes your brain tick. From a sort of an exercise running point of view, I think most people would want to listen to sort of like high octane uh, driving sort of euro tranche music yeah but uh, yeah. <clears throat> that really really is not for me at all i i would rather listen to some amazing sort of progressive metal or rock which uh, is interesting and takes you on a journey and it's still upbeat and good um if i am particularly low i'll probably listen to i maybe some sort of like ambient um ambient electronica stuff yeah um, like the Orb or uh, Future Sound of London, uh, some some of that really old uh, classic sort of late eighties, early nineties of uh, ambient electronica stuff is just just brilliant, uh, and it it takes you places. And uh, similarly, so does Osric Tentacles. You know those guys? Well, I know Osric Tentacles because yeah. you used to drive me around um, <laughs> because I around was unable to. And used to, I know, you used to <laughs> you used to have to drive me to school or collect me from different music practices and things, didn't you? If you were yeah. doing someone a favour. But the, um, yeah, Osric Tentacles, I, I listened to massively when I was about 16, 17. Mm. It certainly got me through a GCSE or an A-level or two. I can't remember. Mm. It, it comes and goes, but I've, I've listened to two or three of those albums in the last year. Like, you know, when you get it into your, onto your iPod or into your yeah. CD player, and I've, I've listened to him, you know, 10 times in a row. It is such fantastic music. It's Osric clever, Tentacles. isn't it? It's, well, it, it, I think it's a bit ahead of its time because mm. it's not trying to do like a Frank Zappery type thing. I don't think it was trying to experiment. It was just trying to do something. It was just trying to sort of do his own thing. Yeah. Um, Who's Ed, he? What do you mean? Ed I thought Wynn. it was they. Edwin, who's the sort of creative person behind it all. I mean, it's oh, the, I band, it was the band around him has changed over over 30 years. Right. Um, but he, I think he's the only person that's been in it from the beginning. Uh. And so it was his band. And so, yeah, the albums, what we've got, Earthland and Stranger Tude. That's a crack shift. Pungent Pungent Effulgent. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's, that's probably my favourite al- album, that actually. Is, is that one got Kick Muck on it? Kick Muck, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Da-now, da-now, da-now. That's an awesome song. Check it out. Kick Muck by Osric Tentacles. And it's weird because um, 
I was, I had a chat. I was chatting with um, Ed. You remember? Remember Ed? Ed Bouch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, going back a long, long, long time, this was uh, probably sort of like twenty-five years or something. We were talking about uh, Osric Tentacles. He said, "It's uh, it's it's like it's modern jazz, really, isn't it?" I said, "Well." I guess so. I hadn't really thought about it. And actually, I suppose it probably is, isn't it? You know, in a weird way. Yeah, it is. It's incredibly modern, incredibly progressive beats. Um, really interesting sort of world music influences in, in the yeah, instrumentation. Yeah, lots of sort of dub and reggae and um, yeah. and also Asian and African rhythms and sounds and things in there. It's, it's, it is a real sh- smorgasbord of, uh, of musical influences. Proper crossover. Oh, we'll just give a shout out since you just said Ed. So Ed Bouch uh, is, a, is a friend of ours um, who was in a fantastic band called Grand Drive uh, for years. And if you don't know them, it's definitely worth checking that mm. out as well. Um, now, the time has come, James. Well, yes. I think we've only very scratched, very much scratched the surface of, of sort of mental health and well-being. But I wanted to sort of start thinking about it somewhere and be really interested in what other people think. And I might ask some questions to future listeners as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the time has come when I introduce you to my house band. Oh, now you may not know some of these people, and I can tell you who they are, and it doth not matter. But in our band, we have got Guy Red on sax, Mark Nightingale on trombone, and Dizzy Gillespie on trumpet, which is a sort of classic front line saxophone, trumpet, trombone. And then in the background, we've got Duke Ellington on the piano, Jacko Pistorius on bass, and a swing jazz drummer Jeff Hamilton on drums. And we also have a cheeky bonus seventh musician who's called Leanne Carroll, who's a vocalist and a pianist. And because you've been so kind giving me your time, I will be so kind to you, James, to let you change one of those musicians. And, you know, this is quite exciting. It might not end up being a jazz musician, which which, which, which would be exciting, but who knows? Ooh. Would you like to change anyone in the band, or are you satisfied with them? I have to say that some of them I don't know at all. Gosh. Be careful with changing the bass player, because Jacko Pistorius is awesome. I know he is. I mean, they're all I know, awesome. I do know. Uh, of course, I know who he is. Um, I I would potentially change him, uh, but perhaps uh, <gasps> you've just said not. No, to don't don't listen to me. Change no, who you want. Uh, I'm going to go for Nick Beggs as a bass player. Well, 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 where's Nick Beggs from? What band? Um, well, <laughs> strangely, this is going to make you laugh. He used to play originally uh, bass player in Kajagoogoo, right? Um, in the in the eighties, but he is now a bass player extraordinaire for Stephen Wilson, uh, who is uh, probably the most important and influential sort of prog musician of the modern era. Uh, he is absolutely an amazing bass player i think he obviously he takes a lot of uh, of influence and and uh, respect from uh from the players in the past yeah um but i yeah he's he's excellent so nick beggs has nick kicked Beggs. out jacko pistorius this I has know, happened I, I know it might it might be a bit of controversial there um i think that's possibly the most controversial change to date james <laughs> However, but this is what he happens does, but he does play some interesting instruments so obviously he plays the bass but he also plays chapman stick which yeah, I don't yeah. think that Jacob Storius did. Truth. I don't even think Chapman Stick existed then. But, uh, but I'm sure he would have done had it done. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But he doesn't. Didn't, so he doesn't. Um, so, I mean, that, that that's it. It was just nice to have a, a conversation. Thank you for giving me uh, your time because I know you've got a little one um, which is filling, filling your days. And uh, thank you for listening. Um, very soon, in fact, possibly next up, I'll be speaking to uh, the tenor sax player, uh, Wigan's finest, Dean Masser, which would be very exciting and asking him all sorts of things and seeing what he thinks about our house band as well as other things. I've got time for one more reader's letter. Dear Chris, 
is it true that jazz musicians get free entrance to Alton Towers during lockdown? Who knows, a sax player? (laughs) All right. um, Take care wherever you are in the world. Stay well, stay happy, and uh, keep the jazz faith. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.